Welcome to a special edition of Couch Potato Diary, an instant reaction to Terrence Bud Crawford's phenomenal performance against Errol Spence Jr. at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada this weekend. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for downloading and for listening today. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Uh, this one is all about Terrence Crawford. If you're looking for a UFC breakdown, there's going to be one of those as well. Um, so Terrence Crawford gets the job done in the ninth round by TKO in what is one of the great boxing performances I have ever seen. Um, I was talking about this with a couple of people today, and if you just had that, if, if you just had not even casuals, but even ca like even just casual fans or just anyone over at your house just showing them boxing, um, just like casual sports fans even, and you say, hey, look, this is like, this is a major fight. Come check it out. And then they watch Terrence Crawford fight Errol Spence Jr. Be like, oh man, you know, like I just, I wish these high level boxers would challenge themselves with, with real opposition. And then you would tell them, no, 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 no. That wasn't just some scrub that Terrence Crawford just did that to. That is one of the 10 best fighters in the world that Terrence Crawford just did that to. And he made him look like nothing. And I want to be very clear about this. Errol Spence Jr. is not nothing. We knew coming in, that there was the possibility, like this was essentially 50-50. We saw it in the odds the whole time. This was essentially a 50-50 fight. You knew that like basically anything was possible. I don't know if anyone thought this sort of one-sided demolition was possible. Um, just an incredible, incredible performance from Terrence Bud Crawford as, as he picks up the win. So let's go through it. I said coming in that... Bud could not take a couple of rounds off to download information. And it kind of looked like that's what he was doing from the start. Errol Spence Jr.'s pace and his pressure was evident very early on. And I was like, man, Crawford, like, not that he's giving up these rounds, but, like, th this whole, like, downloading the information and, and figuring these things out, like, he's going to be down two rounds to nothing because he, he was down after one. And then I, I thought he was losing a lot of the second, but then he starts to come on. And late in the second round, a perfectly placed punch knocks down Errol Spence Jr. And I thought that knockdown kind of perfectly summed up how this fight was, where Terrence Crawford's counter game was spectacular. And his, his accuracy and his technical prowess just phenomenal. And Errol Spence Jr., because of that, had to get a little bit more aggressive and put himself out of position a couple of times. And that was one there. He got caught reaching and then he just got caught, caught. And down he went. So with that knockdown, Errol Spence Jr. falls behind on the scorecards and Terrence Crawford, in my opinion, was up 19-18. And from there, it was dominance. Um, Terrence Crawford's countering ability was phenomenal. It was one of those rare mixes where he was countering spectacularly, and then also, he was getting off first. You know, it, it, it's so, a lot of times, if someone's going to counter, they're going to counter. But, and if they're they're going to be on the lead foot and getting off, get, beating the other person to the punch, so to speak, then that's the game plan they're going to do. He did both, and he did them spectacularly. And you could see, like, it was stopping Errol Spence Jr. in his tracks. And the way Spence was going to win this fight was with pressure and just absolutely in um, in the face of Terrence Crawford. And Crawford kept him away. The whole time Crawford kept him away. Um, he... 
any time Spence was coming in on him, it was like just either a quick jab or a nice two-punch combination or something to the body, and it just stopped Spence in his tracks. And, and then you could see, like, he got the ball rolling, and he was starting to become a bit more forceful. That left hook kind of over and around the guard was there all day for, for Terrence Crawford. Um, and I, I thought as this was going on, it's like, man, like, Spence was jabbing really effectively in that first round. Why, why did he get away from that? And I think his corner kind of said, like, hey, why are you getting away from that? And then he would jab, and every time he jabbed, two were coming back in his face. Um, he would jab, Crawford would jab as well, and it seemed like there was a bit more force on the Crawford jab, and then he would come over the top. Um, it, it was just spectacular. I, I just, I, there are not enough positive words to describe what Terrence Crawford did. Just remarkable, remarkable stuff from Terrence Crawford to, to pick up the, this victory. But, I thought it was at that point where Crawford would try a jab and the jab would come back into his face where at that point, Spence is kind of out of options. You know, like I think he thought his pressure was going to be enough to get Crawford backing up and it wasn't. And then at that point, okay, let's jab and try to get inside. And he couldn't. And then when he would get inside, Crawford would get the better of him as well. And again, I, I cannot stress this enough. Errol Spence Jr. is one of the best fighters on God's green earth. And he had nothing for him. Nothing for him. Plan A wasn't there. Plan B wasn't there. Plan C wasn't there. Crawford was better than Spence at every single step along the way. Every single facet of the sport, Crawford was just better. And then in the eighth, I kind of thought like, hey, maybe he's got him stumbled a little bit because Crawford goes back, back up against the ropes. And, okay, one of these power shots has got through. Here comes Spence. Nope. Nope. Baited him. Crawford goes back into the ropes. Spence comes charging in with a wild, I'm about to just obliterate you right. And it opens him up and Crawford, picture perfect uppercut, sends him into the shadow realm for a few moments. And he gets the knockdown. He ends up getting two knockdowns in the round. And at that point, it's over. Spence... Um, seemed upset at the time of the stoppage in the ninth round. It was a fine stoppage. It was saving him from himself. There was no other way that fight was going to go than a Terrence Crawford victory. There was no need for any further damage for Errol Spence Jr. It was dominance from Terrence Crawford the whole way. There's nothing you can look at from Terrence Crawford and think, oh man, if you would have just done this, it would have been over sooner. His technique, flawless. The power was excellent. It was just, it really was one of the great performances, I think, in the history of the sport. Given the circumstances around it, who he was facing, what was on the line for this is he now becomes the first male in the history of the sport, which goes back a ways. People have been punching each other for a while. Um, he is the first to ever unify the championships in two weight classes. Um, remarkable, remarkable. But again, like you, you look at what he was able to do. Um, his technique was perfect. He was so accurate with his punches, his game plan. Um, he had an answer for something that no one really up to this point has had an answer for. And I, that, that was the one thing I thought coming in. And the one thing I was worried about from Crawford's perspective coming in is that he has never fought someone on this level. Now, obviously Spence hasn't fought someone on this level either because Crawford appears now to be one of one. Um, but 
Spence at least has had more big name fights and more big opposition than than Crawford has had. He he's been in this spotlight more often. Crawford is not someone who gives a ton of interviews. Um, he's not someone who has had this limelight. Uh, all that often, and he has, quite frankly, not faced the level of opposition that Spence has before. So I was thinking that, like, how is Crawford going to handle this type of attack from Errol Spence Jr. when you haven't fought someone close to this high of a level before? Well, that went out the window, because he was perfect. Um, again, the accuracy, the power, the volume. Like, he was out-countering Spence. He was he had more volume than Spence, and he had more power punches than Spence. All of it was just phenomenal. Um, which leads to now, like, what, what does this mean? First of all, again, all due respect to Noyo Inouye, uh, Crawford's number one pound for pound. That This is, um, for, for these weight classes, around like 147 pounds, um, like I said before, the, the greater welterweight area, uh, um, this is, as my dog barks at something in the window, um, this is the Terrence Crawford era. That we have now established this, that we are going to remember this stretch here as Terrence Crawford's. So now what is next um, for the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter? There was something in the contract where the loser could trigger the rematch. The winner could decide where this fight takes place weight-wise. Um, I think Spence is going to absolutely take this fight again. Um, I think we probably get a rematch of this. I just wonder what weight class it's going to be at. Because if I'm Terrence Crawford, there is not one part of me that thinks I couldn't do this again. And you look at what happened with Errol Spence, a lot of people are, and even Spence is like, this is it for me at 147. I'm not, I'm not doing this again. He fits much better at 154. If you are Terrence Crawford, do you, as Brian Campbell on Morning Combat says, do you dare to be great and go up to 154 pounds? Like, do you kind of like take away any excuse that this guy could have. Because 147, you're comfortable there. You just beat this guy's ass at 147 pounds. Why? Why would I go to a different weight class? This went perfectly for me. Why would I want to do this again? To show that he can. To, to show that he can be this dominant. It doesn't matter. You want it 205 pounds. Let's just bulk up, buddy, and let's do it. Can beat you there too. Um, so from like, a, you could call it ego, you could call it legacy, whatever. If he wants to eliminate any doubt about anything, not that there should be doubt, but if you just want to do it again and really establish dominance, let do the fight at the, the weight class that Spence might be a bit more comfortable with. But you can absolutely not blame Crawford for just like, oh yeah, I just put on one of the, the virtuoso performances of all time at 147 pounds. I think I'll stay there. I, I think we'll I think we'll stick with that. Y you can absolutely see how Crawford would do that. So what's next for these two? Probably each other one more time. Um, I wonder if you could do it at a bigger stadium now, um, or whether you could, like, could you do this at, a, at an AT&T stadium, um, or, or something along those lines? I think you could, um, get, given, like, the, the new level of star power that Crawford is going to, to reach. I think you absolutely could go to a bigger spot, but you could understand, too, the promoters wanting to stick in the fight capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. But these two are destined to fight each other at least one more time. I would bet that... It's going to be at 154 pounds, and Crawford would take on that challenge and be perfectly fine going for that. So we will um, we will see these two fight again. But for now, what is absolutely clear, what is absolutely clear, sorry, is Terence Crawford is the number one pound for pound fighter in the sport of boxing 
right now. And again, Tank Davis, you got next. But right now, this is Terrence Crawford's game as the face of boxing. And like Canelo is still the biggest draw. Crawford, I would hope, gets right there after what was a remarkable performance from Terrence Bud Crawford. So that is going to do it for your instant reaction. Thank you all so much for downloading and for listening. There is also going to be a UFC reaction podcast up in uh, um, basically at the same time as this one as well. So thank you all so much. And uh, follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email this show, Diary at yahoo.com. Talk to you all in a matter of moments for those who just keep listening. Bye. <laughs>